Welcome to Empower Half an Hour, a mental health podcast that brings firsthand interviews and testimonies to you. Welcome to Empower Half an Hour. I'm your host, Brandon Spatz. Today we have Anna Sackett-Roundtree joining us. Anna is the Director of Communications for Clubhouse International. Anna holds a master's degree in international affairs from New School University and a bachelor's in political science with a double minor in French and international relations from Binghamton University. She has worked as an associate producer at CBS 60 Minutes. As an assistant human rights officer at the United Nations, where she wrote analytical reports on human rights resolutions, and as an editor at the International Rescue Committee, where she wrote and edited the governance and rights sector framework. Welcome to the podcast, Anna. Thank you. It is my pleasure to be with here, here with you, Brandon. We are so glad to have you in today. So we've had two past episodes featuring the worldwide organization Clubhouse International. We had the COO, Jack Yatsko, talking about how to start a clubhouse in your community, as well as what a clubhouse is. Then we had Ryan Smith, who was a clubhouse generalist at Magnolia Clubhouse in Cleveland, Ohio. So really getting a look at all different areas of this amazing organization. So it's really exciting to have Anna on today to talk about her role in Clubhouse International as the Director of Communications. Anna, what role does the Director of Communications play within Clubhouse International? So I think we are at a pivotal point at Clubhouse International regarding marketing and branding and communications. It's very exciting. I, I get I get very, very excited and could talk for a long time about it. Um, but, you know, of course, a bit daunting. I think to, to take it back a bit uh, to understand the historical picture, the focus has always been, as it should be, on creating community and resource systems for people living with mental illness. And a lot of the focus was on the programmatic side of building the clubhouse and the uh, lo- and the focus on being a you know a local resource for people, and that absolutely continues to be. But as we've seen, times change, and social media and marketing and branding being being become an integral part of of society. It is becoming it's it's very clear that we need to to do more um, in, in strengthening and developing the clubhouse brand and all of our communications materials. We have currently 335 clubhouses in 34 countries and and counting, which is very exciting. And we need to do the best that we can to unify the network, to use consistent language and messaging, to demonstrate the power of the clubhouse model and our incredible network that is around the world. And in... um, and be able to, to amplify the Clubhouse brand. So our role at Clubhouse International, and my role, is to inspire and, and connect 
And about two years ago, the director of communications position that I hold now was, was created. And I'm, I'm very proud of our success so far, and I'm looking forward to growing that success. I, um, it is, it's just, it's such an integral piece. And in when we start new clubhouses, which I'm sure we'll talk about, Brandon, throughout this podcast, and when we are supporting existing clubhouses, it's very important that the clubhouse brand is recognizable and that the whole world knows that it's a proven model, that it works everywhere, it's effective, it's cost, it's, uh, cost effective, it's sustainable. So I think um, so much of our work right now, and in particular my work, is unifying and connecting the club and amplifying the clubhouse brand. That is amazing. 335 clubhouses is a huge impact on the mental health community. Being able to get the word out and using consistent branding and marketing can only further the impact. I feel like including social media would make the efforts both challenging and easier. Absolutely. These we have now we have so many resources at our fingertips to be able to raise visibility and that is just, you know, I, I think it's, I, it, as I said, it's so exciting to me. Um, at Clubhouse International, we focus on Facebook. That still has the largest reach of all social media platforms. Um, and we see that with the Clubhouse constituency, that that is still the, the, has the largest audience. But Instagram is growing rapidly, which is awesome. Um, we can do Instagram Limes, which are really fun with clubhouses around the world. We do a club tour, so we visit different clubhouses. And so our external constituency, as well as the internal clubhouse network, can see what's going on in a clubhouse in London, for example, or in Ohio. And um, it's been, you know, obviously with YouTube, we have LinkedIn, which is great for connecting more for the careers and um, with some of our more academic partners. So there's just these great ways. We call them distribution channels. There's great ways and they're really, they're pretty, they're accessible and they're pretty easy. So um, it's it's really fun. I, I'm going to share just a little bit more with um, about what we're doing at Clubhouse International to strengthen and connect the, the, the Clubhouse brand. So a new initiative that we've started is that I connect with each new Clubhouse director and or if it's a new clubhouse, completely new clubhouse, to share materials that are useful in raising awareness for the clubhouse and in promoting the fact that the clubhouse is a member of a global award-winning innovative network. You know, not everybody knows that. And I think it, it, it's super helpful when you're going to promote your clubhouse. Um, this network is changing communities around the world. So we have press releases that we share um, we sh share materials and those, for example, press releases about awards that we've won and recognitions from the World Health Organization, the American Psychiatric Association. We have infographics that share information about mental illness and how we are a proven solution um, and articles. We have a couple of new videos. I also have begun meeting with clubhouses one-on-one -on -one to help with their website copy and to make sure that we have consistent messaging. Um, and I'd love to help every clubhouse, unfortunately, until we figure out a way to clone me. <laughs> that is, that is, I don't have the bandwidth for that, but um, I think that it, it's already, we're already seeing that it's paying off and it's pretty cool to be. And I get to work with so many amazing people. So That's incredible. Starting with the fact that our local clubhouses are part of a bigger organization 
especially when people walk in off the street and visit a clubhouse, they may think that it's just the individual organization, but it's far more than that. Having those press releases, social media, and resources you provide really helps connect the clubhouse to the bigger picture. Absolutely. We also, you just made me think about this, Brandon, but I think it's, you know, to anybody listening, um, we always welcome sharing Clubhouse news on our social media channels. We have a spotlight series in our monthly Clubhouse newsletter that features members and staff from Clubhouses around the world. And we we kind of, we revamped our, our Clubhouse newsletter now, and it there's a section that is dedicated to highlighting Clubhouse events, major events, and stories, member testimonials from around the world so that the Clubhouse network can be really more aware of what's going on in other clubhouses. It's, it's helpful and it's inspiring. I think that's a really great idea to do, especially doing a spotlight on members' testimonials, which really shows how effective this organization really is. A lot of times with people with mental illness, they go through years of suffering, and when they do get in recovery and get involved in organizations like Clubhouse International, it really shows that recovery is recovery, and it doesn't matter if you live in Denmark or New York. People recover in the same way, and I feel like Clubhouse International really shows that. When we look at Clubhouse International, why is membership so important? Oh, this is a great question. <laughs> um, so strengthening the the clubhouse, it, it is so, so important to um, that to when clubhouses, I'll, I'll start by giving an example. So there's a clubhouse in Utah that was approached by a major donor who was hosting a music festival. And they were super excited about donating the proceeds to the local clubhouse and supporting them and which was all going to happen anyway but then the director shared that they were part of a global network and the direct the 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 um the hosts of the uh, the music festival just i mean it was just like he started beaming <laughs> you know and and he said this is so this is even better because now i can I have artists coming from around the world. I have staff and, you know, people that are involved in the running the festival from around the world. Now I can showcase that not only are we helping the local community, but there's this, they're a part of a network that's around the world. And so there's so many, it, it, it gave, it, it really just like bolstered um, his message to his community and, and enable to um, strengthen the, his, the work that he was doing. So um, and I, we have so many stories that we hear like that, but I just, um, I was, I was lucky to be able to work with the team a little bit on that. And it was, it was really cool to be a part of those conversations and see how much it meant to them to see that it was a local resource and solution and also a global resource and solution. So um, I think, you know, being a member, uh, a member of Clubhouse Internationals, it's, we're, we're, it's, you know, we're united by the 37 clubhouse standards and the quality assurance process, the accreditation process, as we call it. Um, it's it's so important for funders, for new people who want to learn about us, for families who are wondering, is this a place where it's safe and, you know, a healthy environment to send our loved one? I mean, that's, it's really, really important for a, for a member when they're 
they're deciding if they want to join a clubhouse. Like you want to know that you're joining something that is a proven solution. And I think being a member of a, a global network is just, it's so important. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we have, we're recognized by the World Health Organization as a solution to for people living with mental illness and an integral part of communities and an integral part of that of community mental health care. Um, we are awarded the the very prestigious Hilton Humanitarian Award and the Pardes Prize Award. I mean, these are awards that reflect our dedication to people living with mental illness and to amplifying that voice of lived experience. And again, this is all just if you're a member of Clubhouse International, these are awards that you can showcase to your local community. Um, and that is, it's just, it's, it, it's very, it's very helpful. Absolutely. Especially having those resources to back up the individual clubhouses. When we have people come to visit the clubhouse, some people may be skeptical on what a clubhouse is and what benefits it offers using the clubhouse model. But having those resources to provide, showing that we are part of a bigger organization that is accepted by the World Health Organization can make all the difference, especially when a clubhouse is trying to grow membership and acceptance in local communities. What is the Clubhouse International Network? The network is the 335 clubhouses as from 34 countries, as I stated earlier, and counting. Um, and it follows the, this this quality, you know, this the, the network of accredited clubhouses. So there's quality assurance there. Um, the clubhouses, again, they're... The, all attend training that are either by Clubhouse International or one of our 12 training centers around the world. A strong united network is more easily recognizable to the general public. Um, and so it's really important if you're an accredited clubhouse, um, the network is, is our 300, to be clear, excuse me, the network is our 335 clubhouses. And each one of them, it is so important that are either accredited or working towards accreditation um, and and it's that is really important again because a strong united network is is more easily recognizable, and to people seeking to learn about mental illness, to families, to uh, healthcare providers, it really runs the gamut. And clubhouses also, once you're within the network, you have this amazing opportunity to share best practices, to learn from other clubhouses. I mean, we hear that. I I just was meeting with a clubhouse yesterday, and. You know, they're saying it's one of their favorite parts of being a part of the Net Clubhouse network is that they're able to call on another clubhouse when they have the same size as theirs, you know, or similar size. When they have a question, they can um, that, at, learn at, our, at the Clubhouse International World Seminar or USA Conference or other trainings that we provide. They can meet with other clubhouse members and staff. They can learn from them, share best, you know, share ideas. And I think it's really important our to be able to share and learn from people who are doing the same work that you're doing and living with similar those similar experiences so it's not the network provides this like amazing environment that's safe and it's um it's all about learning and bettering oneself and each other and supporting and um it's that's an amazing thing i mean so many times we don't have access to people with lived experience who are, you know, sharing the same things that we may be feeling on any given day. 
And I think that's really important. Um, or and, and, you know, utilizing a clubhouse resource such as the Transitional Employment Program, it would, it's great to hear from another member across the world who's doing this, you know, utilizing the same program in their recovery. So the, the Clubhouse International, no, excuse me, Clubhouse International Network is so important because it's this, it's a community, it's a family, it's a safety net, it's a, it's a support system. Um, and we just are so appreciative of every, all the Clubhouse's members and staff that make up the Clubhouse Network. And we are continuing to grow, which is pretty cool. That is definitely cool. And like you said, it's a family. So sharing those resources is very needed for that type of community. Also having open communication set up to be able to reach out to anyone in the Clubhouse International Network is great for getting project done, as well as finding experts in different areas that can help solve problems. I definitely have used the Clubhouse International Network when, you, when building this podcast. How can clubhouses demonstrate their connection to the Clubhouse International Network? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, following Clubhouse International on whatever social media channel that your clubhouses use is a is a, a great first step. Um, meeting, I'm I'm happy, and I, Brandon, I'm sure you'll share. Uh, you can share my email address, contact information with the with the podcast, but. The um, I'm happy to, as I said earlier, you know, to to schedule a meeting with your clubhouse to be able to figure out the best way um, to promote the clubhouse model. Um, I think you know, really drawing on those resources that we have, which again, I'm I'm happy to send. So the the press release, these awareness raising, awareness raising, and visibility raising materials that we have at Clubhouse International that we would love to share. Uh, we also have a few videos. There's one video that's talking about you know, how you talk about mental health and some of the misconceptions. And so those are good things to share um, with your constituencies. And again, really important to share the recognition. I mean, a lot of um, a lot of people and, and families, funders, whoever they may be, they want to know that you're part of a model and that that's recognized. So I think those are very important. Um, being able to, um, to be able to to be consistent with that messaging and and to make sure that that message, I think that's something that we are, it's a work in progress and I'm pleased with where we are, but we have a long way to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm very honest about that. I think we need to do much better with having consistent messaging throughout the clubhouse network. Um, yeah, I have more to say on that, but uh, about promoting within the community, should I just jump into that, Brendan? Or Okay. Um, well, so you can tell I'm excited about it. So, so two, um, I think two major components about that that are part of amplifying your clubhouse and the and the clubhouse model, and that you're a part of the clubhouse network, promoting yourselves, um, are storytelling and partnerships. And of course, they kind of go hand in hand. But um, storytelling is it's communication. Communication leads to connection, and connection leads to collaboration. I really cannot say that enough. It is so important. Um, and I think when we collaborate as humans, we more often than not achieve our goals, which is pretty cool. Um, and then, you know, going back to the voice of lived experience and one of the, the clubhouse network is the only network of people living with serious mental illness who are active in running a clubhouse in recovery, in helping others. I mean, that's a, 
it's a really unique thing that we have. And it's so important that, you know, when you go to a clubhouse, you don't know who a member and staff is. And that's the way it should be because we're all innately, we all have our strengths and we should all be treated with the same dignity and respect. And we want to showcase that. We want to really like, you know, everybody, we always, we just joke that, you know, not enough people know about Clubhouse. And when they do, they say, oh, this is, how do we not know about this? <laughs> it's the most amazing thing. And, um, and but, you know, part of getting through that is is that storytelling. So amplifying that voice and lived experience, um, doing that through, um, and, and this is, you know, member tours, testimonials on your social media, on your website, your communications materials. Um, it's, you know, there's any number of, of ways to share the me- share member stories, which I think is so important. And then it, you know, that ties into partnerships. So, starting with employer and education partnerships, um, I, you know, those are always the, my go tos um, because they're already in a lot of clubhouses. They're already solidified relationships that a clubhouse already has. So we call them low hanging fruit. You know, they're they're already networks that we can tap into that know and trust us, and we and we know and trust. Um, so, you know, start with, you know, employer and education partners and ask them to share maybe a testimonial of their experience, their, their partnership with the clubhouse. Share on their social media. It's such a great, easy, free way and have them tag your clubhouse. Um, then their entire constituency is learning about you and it didn't cost you anything. So um, highly, highly recommend that cross collaboration on and cross promotion on social media um the partnerships i mean you can also you know if there's local um you know you you hospitals and and universities places that you have these these relationships where we where you can start um organize presentations you can organize your chambers of congress lions club kiwanis clubs um we just produced a paper on connections to rotary there's so many clubhouses around the world that have really amazing, fruitful relationships with their local rotaries. And so we're trying to encourage more clubhouses to do that. Um, vocational rehabilitation offices, uh, mental health service providers in the communities, speakers bureaus. Um, there's there's so many ways. Um, so I, you know, I, I get connected and to the local activities and, 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 identify the the partners who you could do a presentation to and or have them promote what you do on your social media and websites um and the same thing for you 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 know the clubhouse does that it's so it's it's mutually beneficial so for the clubhouses looking to build partnerships it really comes down to reaching out and starting to build those relationships then using your members and their testimonials to secure the partnership for your clubhouse. Member testimonials are extremely powerful to promote your clubhouse. Partnerships for clubhouse really helps the overall uh, or clubhouse to thrive in their community. Finding those partnerships, like you mentioned, whether it's the local hospitals or speaker bureaus, can really be beneficial to both sides when it comes to promoting each other, which is really a great way to get exposure in the community. So we've talked about the Clubhouse International Network, why membership is so important, and what Clubhouse International is. But now I'd like to talk a bit about your past before you came to Clubhouse International. 
How has your education and your past employment prepared you for your current position at Clubhouse International uh, as the Director of Communications? Oh, man, I can talk a lot about this. So uh, ever since I was little, I I mean, it's like a, it's a joke in my family because I just wanted to be a public defender um, so that I could be a voice for people who didn't have the financial capability to to advocate for themselves. And I mean, I little three-year-old me was walking around saying that this was, you know, I wanted to advocate for people and, and be their voice. And, um, you know, as life is wont to do, my plans kind of changed mostly due to the rece- major recession. Um, but I, I kind of felt, you know, I, I didn't know that I wanted to go down the legal path and that I wanted to do. So I, I, I found a graduate program in international affairs and that focused on, on human rights and how governance relates and shapes um, and policy shapes human rights and, um, and supports or suppo- is supposed to support. And um, I, you know, I found that fascinating. So it was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm in, you know, and um, I, I love the aspect of being able to, learn about all different cultures and and respecting how we are all unique and how from even county to county you know we there there are there are differences but how we're also innately connected as human beings and i really there's just this fundamental beauty that i find that in that every human being wants and needs and absolutely deserves to be heard um, and to be respected. And that's, you know, that from the little, little me to now, I mean, that is something that I've never wavered on and it means so much and it drives everything that I do. Um, so as, as you mentioned earlier with my resume and, um, I, I will admit that I was very happy working at 60 minutes and, um, you know, thought about staying, um, but a job opened at Clubhouse International and, I was really interested in getting back into the, or getting, you know, really into the nonprofit world and, you know, a global agency that was really being that voice for people with lived experience really spoke to me. And I, I jumped in and haven't looked back. Um, I, I come from a very large family, very close, closely knit family. Um, and, and my friends, I, you know, I have, tremendous friendship lifelong friendships and i really believe that they're a, a large part that i owe a lot large part to my success to them and my support and just um i it's really meant so much to me that i've always had this amazing support system built in and i want that you know not everybody has that due to any varying you know re- there's so many reasons why not and but I think what I love, one of the things I love about Clubhouse is it's kind of like that built-in family. And then when you look at the greater Clubhouse International Network, it's just an, it's an extension. It's it's the larger family. So it's like your local Clubhouse is your immediate family, and then the Clubhouse International Network is your extended family. And that's amazing because you know we all need we all need and want that support and um, people to share ideas with, to learn from, you know, and. So I, um, that led me there and director, I, oh man, communicating. I just, I could talk to people. I'm the type of person who could sit on a street corner and just talk to people all day long. (laughs) 
I love it. I love it. I love it. I love learning from people. Uh, I love hearing all about their past experiences and what, you know, what they, what they like and don't like. And um, so communications to me is just a wonderful place to be. It kind of brings in, I think hopefully, you know, draws on my strengths and of being able to kind of distill messaging and try to get messages out there. Um, but also, you know, draws on my my love of people and that and human nature and being able to con- connect people um, and be p- people's voice when needed. Honestly, I think you picked the right career, especially with Clubhouse International. Even when you look back to when you said you were at the age of three and you wanted to help people, you now get to help people on the daily. Now, looking forward. What does the future of marketing and branding look like for Clubhouse International? It's really, really important that we do a better job at being consistent with our messaging. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm going to be talking about this a lot, and and that's okay. Um, we historically, as I mentioned earlier, our clubhouses were, you know, it was kind of built on this idea that that each clubhouse was its own entity. And was serving their local constituency, and and that's great, and that's as a, a part of how it should be. But we've really come to see how much being a part of a global brand, being a part of a larger network, the same way I just said about being part of a larger family. I mean, it, it's really beneficial. And we've had so many clubhouses come to us and say, you know, this is it's just really important that we are showcasing to our constituencies that we are a part of, you know, of of a, a larger network and then it's not just our local clubhouse. Um, and so, you know, I think that really starts with, unfortunately, we, we just, we didn't start off with have, with asking clubhouses. I mean, I think, you know, we're really encourage all clubhouses to have the clubhouse international logo on their communications materials and websites. Um, the, when a clubhouse is accredited, absolutely having the accreditation logo, these are things that make it easily recognizable for funders or family, you know, whoever it is that's coming to your to look at your materials. It's really you want something that's going to pop out at them. Um, absolutely using the Hilton Award graphic and the eight for the U.S. eight clubhouses, the APA graphic that demonstrates that we're recognized by the American Psychiatric Association. So, um, being able to to sh- to feature more prominently our our unity and connection and to be more consistent with that messaging. I think, you know, we have, we see so many definitions of what is a clubhouse and what is the clubhouse international network. And, you know, we, we need to be very concise and consistent with that language. Um, It will be very helpful to people who are trying to get to know us better. And so I think, I mean, that's, I don't think, I know that's a major push for us right now. Um, And, you know, being able to be there as much as possible for all the clubhouses to support them in their communications needs. I'm very aware that many clubhouses don't have, you know, they don't have the bandwidth to have somebody who focuses on communications. So being able to try to support clubhouses as much as we can in that we are developing a toolkit right now that will have some best practices and um, sample messaging and graphics that will hopefully be useful to clubhouses. Um, but very important to share, you know, another piece is when, when we have recognition example being mentioned in the Lancet, it's important that that is demonstrated by Clubhouse International and and all of all of the clubhouses. Um, sharing on social media, as we talked about earlier, I mean, there's a real, 
cost, no, at no cost value to utilizing some social media channels and utilizing our those vehicles of as distribution channels and as awareness raising channels. Definitely. And making sure everything stays consistent, like things with social media and branding. I would imagine that it's very difficult that there are 335 clubhouses to work with. Now, when we look at doing marketing with clubhouses, what are some of the barriers that come up with when we um, are talking about the independent clubhouses and clubhouses with auspice agencies? Given that clubhouses with auspice agencies are a program of their agency, and it can make it harder to get the approval and get the newer logos and other changes in terms of branding and marketing. That is a great question. <laughs> and one that we, you know, we're really trying to figure out. It's it's so, and apologies, and this answer is a, it's a bit convoluted just because that is the nature of it. Of the situation, so our freestanding clubhouses, you know, that is it's much easier for, of, of course, because then you can have your own logos and branding, and you can, you know, um, have say in everything that's put out in your communications materials. Then we, so I, I, I break it into three tiers. So we have the the freestanding clubhouses, and then within the auspice agencies, there's two subsets because one, there's a few auspice agencies, actually quite a few, that are phenomenal. They completely understand the clubhouse. They want to support the clubhouse. They want the clubhouse to have their own social media channels and their own brand. You know, they recognize the value in the clubhouse promoting itself and promoting the fact that it's part of an international network. And then we have a few auspice agencies that are just like, you know, the clubhouse is kind of buried on their website underneath a few other programs. And it's it's pretty hard to find. I was just looking for one last week and I was like, how is anybody ever going to find this? So like another program, right? Yeah, it's just a program within something else. And so it, so a couple of things. So this, it speaks to, and I'm so glad you asked this question for many reasons, but you know, one of them is it circles back to why is the Club S International Network important? It, it's really, when you think about, say you're, I always try to put myself in in someone's shoes because, you know, and think what you would think. So imagine you're learning about a new solution, a uh, mental health care solution, and you are confronted, you have to learn what is a clubhouse, which not ever, you know, it's, it's one thing in and of itself. Then you have to know that part of a, a larger clubhouse international network, and then that there, you have to understand the auspice agency. And those, those are three tiers that can be pretty difficult for people who we all know that everybody wants to know in the classic elevator pitch what they need to know and especially these days we see that you need to be so quick in sharing your purpose and so that can be really the waters get very muddy with when you add the auspice agency it's just another tier another level that people have to navigate in understanding the impact of clubhouse we just want to get for through to everyone what the impact of Clubhouse is and how it changes lives and communities. And that's pretty difficult to do when you're having to try to explain the auspice agency and everything. So um, we, again, uh, there's a few auspice agencies that are, I, I just worked with one in Pennsylvania. They're amazing. I help 
you know, write the copies of the website. They Clubhouse has its own website on social media within the auspice agency and very clearly stated on the top of the website, it says, so this is my recommendation, um, say that this auspice agency is, um, that the clubhouse is a part of the auspice agency and then clearly states what the clubhouse does and that they're a part of the clubhouse international network. It's very clear um, on the website. Uh, another clubhouse, the Frontier Clubhouse is a great example in Colorado. They have a footer on their website that says that they're affiliated, who they're affiliated with, they're the, a member of their auspice. It's very, it's just very concise and clearly laid out on their website. So that's absolutely my recommendation. Um, and it lends itself back to this, the importance of of the network and having this clear and concise brand uh, branding and messaging. Um I don't have an answer for the other auspice agencies. I mean, that's a, it's a, it, again, as I just said, it varies. Um, but, you know, we try to to work with them. We're trying to do more of that one-on-one to educate them about the clubhouse model and the importance of the clubhouse having its own communications materials and things like that. So, sorry, that was a very long answer, but uh, it's extremely important question. I think a, a, some, we, a lot of freestanding clubhouses, I don't know, understand they shouldn't, but the um, how the challenges sometimes of being a part of an auspice agency can be, and 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 we have other clubhouses where being a part of the auspice agency is amazing. So, you know, it runs the gamut. Absolutely, having the education piece can help because at the end of the day, you can't change your auspice agency's overall mission or its values as an organization. But using education can help build understanding and help provide what a clubhouse can do for their communities and as a program of the auspice agency. All this relates back to Clubhouse International's accreditation, which will be discussed in a future episode. What is being done currently to promote the clubhouse model and the clubhouses around the world? Some of the things I mentioned earlier about the getting involved in in community civic activities, um, the the Rotary Club is a great example of we've seen real success in clubhouses. Excuse me, sorry, notifications um, in clubhouses. You know, connecting with their then the their Rotary, the Rotary clubs, the local Rotary clubs, and Rotarians getting really involved, either becoming board members, um, donating things to the clubhouse. You know, just supporting events. Um, and just really being more people to raise awareness. Um, and as we you know, mentioned earlier, the Chamber of Congress and Lions Club, uh, veterans administration offices are really important. This is a great way for a clubhouse to connect there. Um, getting press releases out to local newspapers about your clubhouse, your accompl- the accomplishments. Again, always focus on member voices and, you know, member success stories with education, employment, whatever it may be. Um We've seen a lot of success with clubhouses that host annual employer awards dinners. That's one of the the major ones because it just is like it's highlighting the member success, which is the most important. But it's also the employer feels, you know, it's recognizing the employer and it's drawing on all of that entire network that the employer has. And so um, you could imagine that that really pays dividends and um, it's it's been really cool to see. Um, it broadens that the scope and and that where you know it just reaches so many more people. Um, open houses are another great way for clubhouses to familiarize themselves, you know, familiarize the community with the clubhouse model. 
Um, yeah, there's, I mean, I, you know, I'm I, one of the cool things about COVID and everyone being remote is, you know, we've seen a lot of clubhouses be able to do uh, Zoom presentations for universities or hospitals, you know, places that maybe they wouldn't have been able to get the time to go to in person. But you can, it's pretty easy to put together a presentation about your clubhouse and present it for a half hour, 45 minutes or an hour. Um, Clubhouse International, we've done a bunch with a few with some major companies, for example, TJX. Mm-hmm. And we have a there's a long, there's a monthly uh, employee resource meeting that they've asked us to, to attend several times over the past two years so we can share about the Clubhouse model and the Clubhouse network. So um, and I'm, again, happy offline to connect with anybody that's interested in uh, putting together a presentation for that. That's a really good point. Talking about COVID, I feel like the clubhouses around the world really work together to further not only the local impact, but the international impact as well during COVID, which is amazing. What events does Clubhouse International have coming up? Ah, love that question. So we host several campaigns each year. These are some of my favorite. I just think that they're a great way to be inclusive of the clubhouse network and to get as many members and staff, anybody who's interested involved. And they're a great way to, to show, to, to showcase that we are united and that, um, then, you know, to raise visibility, all, all it, we kind of does all of that at one time, which I love. Um, so, and, and strengthen, and then that all in turn helps strengthen the clubhouse model and the, um, helps be able to quote unquote, sell it better to, people who are interested in learning about it so um coming up starting next week we have the we kick off may as mental health awareness month um we are hosting a campaign focusing on our unique and successful transitional employment program we are asking clubhouses from around the world to share member testimonials just one to three sentences with accompanied by a photo of the member um and we also encourage clubhouses to we to share with Clubhouse International, we'll be sharing them on our across our social media network uh, channels and tagging the Clubhouse, of course. So this is a great we're talking earlier about about cross promotion. And we encourage Clubhouses to do the same, to share a story and to tag Clubhouse International. Um, you can also do that with employers. It's great to have em- employer testimonials. Um, that's a great way to raise that visibility. And then again, as we said, just tag the employ- employer. Um, that's, you know, it's usually a great way to spread uh, recognition. Uh, each, each year we host, uh, then following at the end, we're, we are running our Clubhouse Giving Day campaign, which is, um, we have uh, right now almost 40 participating clubhouses. And that is to raise funds and awareness for each local clubhouse. But again, ties into the whole message of this podcast that we are, we are supporting local communities, strengthening local communities, and also growing the Clubhouse International Global Network and how all those pieces fit together and so that we can reach more people and better support people living with mental illness. So um, more on our website, absolutely go check it out about Clubhouse Giving Day. It's um, a very small cost depending on your clubhouse's budget to join. Registration is deadline is May 1st. So uh, if anybody's listening, wants the clubhouse, please, uh, wants to join, please, please do so. Um, each year we host my favorite, which is World Mental Health Day campaign. That is for October 10th, but we start the ca- campaign in the summer because we all know with 
social media, the more that we can raise, you know, it's all about momentum and, and telling a story. So, um, we, we, the first year we did work works and that highlighted our employment programs. It was so cool. We had a video, we had clubhouses from around the world joining last year. We did wellness works and it was, it was just like, Oh my God, it was so exciting. We had in example, Stockholm, Fountain House, Stockholm, use the campaign to forge a new relationship with the local uh, wellness-focused university that's in Stockholm. Um, we just have so many examples of we had the first joint podcast between two clubhouses, um, and they've you know focused on talking about wellness programming at their clubhouses. So a great opportunity. Uh, Clubhouse International provides toolkits and messaging graphics that are customizable to each clubhouse. And um, it's a great way we partner with the World Federation for Mental Health and World Health Organization. And it's a great way to demonstrate the impact of the clubhouse model. The USA conference is coming up October 26th to 28th in Salt Lake City, Utah. So I absolutely hope that everybody, as many people can join that. It is a great way to be in person, to um, learn best practices and to share ideas and um, meet new people. It's really cool. Uh, the U.S. Advocacy Campaign, we're doing a Clubhouse Internationals partnering with Fountain House and other organizations, mental health organizations, to run a U.S. Advocacy Campaign that I think will be super beneficial to Clubhouses. Uh, we will be delivering a toolkit with messaging and graphics, again, that we can um, the Clubhouses can share with their local officials and community leaders. And we're kicking off with the Week of Action in end of May, the last week of May. Um, and clubhouses can open their doors to local politicians and community leaders, um, even startup groups that don't have a clubhouse yet, a, you know, a physical space. Um, they can share press releases with their constituencies and um, information about what's um, about the clubhouse model and the clubhouse network and being able to um, really show that joint advocacy with all the with the entire clubhouse network. Sounds like a lot of great events coming up to look forward to. I'd like to thank our guest today, Anna Sackett-Roundtree, for taking time out of her day to join us. Until next episode, we encourage you to check out our Instagram page under Empower Half an Hour. Have a great day, everyone.